Wow. <laughs> okay. Mate, so. This took a lot of preparation, mate, this show. Oh, mate, you know, I, I hope you appreciate this is what it. I do every single week. <laughs> do you leave it in the but do you leave it in the bag? You, no, because, no, mate, I do another show. So, like you, yeah. I have to wipe the thing, start oh. over again. Okay, so you're going to say, of dry, dry your eyes, princess. A little bit say? of appreciation for the work that I do. Okay. Thanks, Stephen. Do you even write out the stings like No, I've there, never mate? done that. So you see how the card is, is made? Of, so that's text you can rub it off? Yeah, I know, know, but so my tip is what I do is I put anything with a voice down one side yep. and anything with just music on the other side. So just know that's gonna, so always going to be an intro. Stings. IDs, stings. So you've done it, like exactly how I would have yeah, laid it yeah. out, in fact. We're talking about great, the road great mind and the layout alike. here for those people. You're, 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 and you're recording already. Recording. Yeah, okay, good on you. There is a micro <laughs> SD card in there, isn't there? Actually, um, there is. Yeah, it does appear that we're... Uh, if if we're there was no go. card in there, it would have told us now, wouldn't it? Well, th- that's actually one of the complaints from people, and I don't want to get ahead of it because uh, you've obviously got the review of the roadcaster yeah, at techguide.com. Yeah, yeah. If you scroll back a bit, you'll find yeah, it at eftm.com. Good on you, But apparently when the SD card's not in and you hit record, the timer starts... But the record light doesn't light up, and so some people are that stupid that they don't put two and two right. together. Right. So because the record button is illuminated, it's. I mean, you we're should. Recording. You should know. Well, full how well. I do my tech guide podcast is oh, with, with the uh, roadcaster, yes. but I have I record to the computer and use the micro SD card as my backup. Mm. So it's the little redundancy I've got there, mate. Seems like a lot of trouble. Yeah, because they haven't haven't you. I don't know. It's. I think it's happened once to me where I've recorded the show and I'll go back and it just sounds like I'm talking on the road language. No, no, this is on yeah. my other mixer. And on the. I oh know something must Look, have happened in the. I'll let you the, on. A, I'll let you on a little file. secret. Yeah. Little secret. The very first show in the world. Yeah. Recorded on the roadcaster. Yeah. Didn't work. Really. Didn't work. Whose was it? It was EFTM. We did a. We did a whole show. It was mega. Mega. We filmed it. it was great. Mum went home. Pulled the SD card Why out. Didn't it work. I had a look. I don't know. Just corrupted. No. I don't know. Yeah, right. I See, that's why know. the redundancy, mate. Yeah. I'm recording to the computer and no. to the card. I've just they would have sorted that. I've just instituted out. some processes since then to make sure uh-huh. that doesn't happen. My suggestion is more pads, yeah. or or have a short press and a long press. Uh, no, I would just I would have it software based so that you have your laptop next to it, and you just go. I want to be on on page three now. Page three is just ah, more, more. So thing. you have another, so you just press another version of eight. And they change colour. Yeah, but what, what about a short press and a long press? Uh, it's confusing, mate. How confusing is a short press and a long press? It's confusing. That's, that's really hard. Confused already. Should we do our show? Let's do it. Okay, no worries. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. The latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from your tech. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor are always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And this is episode 375 of Two Blokes Talking Tech here in the Tech Guide studio. The roadcaster that Stephen, the whole point of the preamble there was Stephen was basically whinging yeah. <laughs> that uh, that he'd had to go to the trouble of had setting up. I've come, it all and I've come all the way down this end of the city, passport included. Oh, okay. And and didn't have to bring a thing for the first time ever. It's amazing. Yeah. You're liking your headphones too, mate? I gave no. you the better headphones. Yeah, these, the nah, these are all right. Yeah, yeah. I've got the Sennheisers on. Look, I haven't, I'll be honest, I haven't tweaked the EQ setting, so I, I feel like I sound different, but whatever, it's all good. 
Really? We're here to talk technology, not worry about how my voice sounds. Exactly right. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. Each and every week we bring you the latest in technology news and information. And, Stephen, let's just kick straight off. Kick straight off because of the amount of preamble um, <laughs> and talk electric cars. Absolutely. Uh, a topic I'm very, a fan. Very near to your heart. Absolutely. And, and near to mine, despite the haters um, who yeah. seem to think otherwise. I'm a massive fan. And I think for context, for those that may be joining us for the first time here in 2019, this is your first show you've listened to. Geez, you've got some catching up to do. Have you ever? Have you what? Man, how many hours would it take to listen to this whole rubbish for the last seven years, eight years? A long time. So We're, come, we're coming up to our – it's our seventh anniversary. We'll let you off. Seven years. Jeez. But, but for context, yep. um, I've, or I've been a fan of the concept of an electric car for many years. I, I think I, drove, I did the first review of the Tesla Model S here in Australia and loved it. And my, my, the headline back then was, this changes, you need to rethink everything you know about cars, driving, and motoring. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward uh, to a couple of years ago, I was one of 400,000 people to put my put $1,500 down on a Model 3, which is the Tesla small car. Um, and fast forward a little bit after that, and, and you've bought a Tesla I Model got a S. Tesla, yeah, yeah. I, dro- I drove it a year, less than a year before I bought the car. I start. I drove it for the first time in August 2017, mm. and the minute I sat in it and drove, I'm thinking, this is the future. Yep. This is the, my next car, and it was my next car. And, and this is me coming from driving – I was a Mercedes-Benz driver before that, so yep. I'm coming from – I'm not coming from a crappy car. I'm coming from a very nice car. Car snob. To a, to a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> old man. Are you going to call me an old man? Uh, no, no, no. I, I owned, I've owned BMWs uh, before I had okay. kids, and they started ruining cars. I remember the very first time I met you, you were driving a BMW. Yeah, my blue three-series BMW. I don't know what the event was, but uh, I remember I was there, and I'd never met you before, and you introduced yourself. You said, oh, hey, Steve. Uh, that that um, did not happen. No, you did. You nah, did. I mate. I don't, telling you, I don't you do said, social you were ch- interaction. You were chatting and we were, you were talking to me. You said, oh, I'm Trevor Long. And we were chatting away. And then we talked about how I, I was driving a Merc and you were talking about how you got a Beamer. And, and yeah, just, we were just chatting away. You were by yourself. I think I might have felt sorry for you. You were by yourself <laughs> at, a, at an event. I and have no recollection that of this. Was, I'm talking this would have been 2007 or eight. Right. Yeah, that it was a been, while yeah. ago, yeah. seven or eight. Around so that I started time. doing radio in two thousand seven. So yeah, so it would yeah. have been around that time, and that was that was the first time. My first memory of meeting you was that that, that event. It was somewhere in the city, I think, in um, wow. Macquarie Street or somewhere. Yeah, I, I got nothing. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what it was. I know the event. It was. Do you remember? I can't remember her name now. She used to have a. a it was a PR. She used to have a PR party every year. God, what's her oh. name? Uh, Oh, 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 I know who you're talking oh, about. Yes, she was, um, and she had a couple of couple of Sh- like Shuna. Yes, yes, it was her. It, it was yes. her every year. She used to hold a party. Shuna, yep. that's all right. Yep. And that was the event. That was the party. And really? that was where I met you for the first time. Wow. Sorry, just to walk down memory lane. Wow. It's <laughs> over. I think you were a bit starstruck. You wanted no. to say, oh, this is Stephen Fennick. I better say good day to this bloke because he never know. He might be able to help me in the future. But for context, <laughs> I, uh, I, I I was the assistant program director at 2GB. Yep. So I fully aware who you were yep. because you were on 2GB yep. back then doing Chris Smith as you still yep. are today. Yep. So, of course, I knew what you were doing and who you were. Um, but – 
getting back to the car context, the reason we talk about Mercs and BMWs, because yeah. I, I loved my BMW. It was a luxury yeah. car. It was the yeah. first uh, you I know, luxury car too. I owned. It was beautiful. Yep. There's a different drive. Then you had kids. Yeah. <laughs> and geez, I realised how much they ruin cars and I just got a Commodore and a Mazda. Yep. Uh, and when they move out, I'll get a nice car again. <laughs> um, so I love cars. Um, a bit of other context that's come into you know, the sphere over the last 24 hours or 48 hours of conversation about this. I've got family all over the state, so I drive a lot. Yep. I drive a lot. Um, I've been out to your mum's pub at yep. Walker Road. We, we drove up there. It's in a yep. five, six-hour drive. Yep. So my money is down on a Tesla Model 3. I've been waiting two years. I'm a bit sick of waiting. More than a bit sick of waiting. I'm over it. There's no established date when it's going to come out in Australia. It should be yeah. in 2019. Um, there's absolutely no sense of what it's going to cost when it gets here. Yeah, uh, I'd if, say even, it's going to be solid. Even at, at the best estimates from people in the in the company, frankly, um, I've been told 58, but there's no way that's going to happen. That's for the if base. If it's 58, base. I'll buy another one if it's that, 58. That's what I'm saying. It's see? not going to be 58. It's going to be it's, it's going to be 80. No, I think the starting lowest, you know, in a stripped back model might get to 68, 69, right? I think they need Is a 60. That, are, are you taking luxury car tax and GST no, no, because, into account here? Yeah, yeah because if you look at a BMW 3 Series, the strip back, you can get them for about 60, 65 to 69, yeah. right? And that's their target be is the BMW 3 Series market, cheap. right? Yeah. But still, frankly, for a stripped back version of, of what a Tesla can be, yeah. I'm just not comfortable that that's going to do what I want it to do. For 60, yeah. put it this way, in Trev's family, for 63 grand, I can get a Kia Carnival, yeah. brand new car for the whole family. Absolutely. Whereas if I go out and buy a Model 3, it's a brand new car for Trev. Yeah. And that's probably not a great look in the family. So that, yeah, well, that, the, the Model that, S was a brand new car for Steve. That's an important context for me because I am, I'm, I'm weighing it up. Yeah. But so just, have you cancelled your – I think I you have tweeted not, that you're going to cancel it. I tweeted that I feel like it's time. Right, okay. but and I haven't have physically you. done it yet. Right. No. Okay. Um, but, to, but to be clear, that's not a. You haven't got I've a an model. Ordered, there's no model coming down the production I'm in the line queue. for you. You're in the queue to I'm order one. I'm in the queue one. to order one. Right. So when they do announce it, they'll go through the queue, and yeah. I can I can say no, I'm not ready yet, and I'll I'll you know I'll drop down the just queue. give you some. But essentially, I, I get to be closer to the front than someone who just rocks up and yep. wants a model three. Okay. The, the thing is, though, before – I mean, I, I've seen a lot of other cars. Uh, I went to Stockholm last year and saw the new Mercedes-Benz mm-hmm. electric car. I haven't driven it, but this I was – I saw a, it. It was at CES. It looked, looked nice. Nice-looking you know, car. This is a Mercedes on the inside. Yeah. It, it, the fit yeah. and finish, the quality of the yeah. car. It's a Mercedes, right? But it's, I'm still going to get that electric buzz, the acceleration, the drive, mm-hmm. all those things. And then there's the Jaguar. Now, I was lucky enough to drive the Jag for about four days before I went to CES – because I had it on the Today Mate, Show, and I, I just can I be can I just interrupt you for a second? Yeah, I'm surprised you never called me to have a little drag race. But no, well, because mate, if you want a drag race, you'll win. Okay, because Tesla is is for some here, stupid it? reason put a lot of effort into that acceleration Talk, number. Yeah, right. Acceleration. Okay. I, like I, if I when I bought a Commodore, I bought the cheapest V6 yeah, possible because yeah. okay. I'm not interested in acceleration. Sure. I'm interested in ride and handling. Okay. So you said you had it on the Today Show? So I had it on the Today Show and I, I was, they let me keep it for a couple of days before I went to CES. Yep. So I drove it for a bit and oh, I really liked it. Yeah. And I already had it booked to pick up the day I arrived back from CES. Mm-hmm. So that was my week with it. So I've just given it back this morning. And mate, there's, I, I can't buy a Tesla. I can't buy a Tesla because what I've seen is not that I'm going to replace my Model 3 order with a Jag, to be clear. That's not happening. It's it's $120,000 plus dollar car, yeah. the Jag. But what I've seen is a build quality that reminds me of a German 
or, or, or a you know a luxury British, brand, British brand, yeah, correct. But you know, German luxury, uh, yep. British luxury, whatever you want. It's a luxury car, and it feels like it inside. Yep. The fit and finish, the build quality, the ride, the handling, the gaps on the panels, every feature of the car. The the top end model has features Tesla haven't even thought about, like matrix headlights that mm-hmm. automatically dip out. Not a whole high beam, but just a part of the high beam. It has a head up display. It just has so many things that a normal car has that I that I like and and Mm -hmm. would miss in a Tesla. It also doesn't have a 17-inch touchscreen, which does everything. It has dials for the for the um, heating and cooling. And do you know what? When it feels a bit hot, it's nice just to reach over, not look and and turn the cooling down. Same with now and then the volume, just and there it's down. Yeah. I just feel like I I realize that while Tesla is this shining beacon and absolute pace setter in electric cars, don't get me wrong. I feel like if I'm going to spend so forget my Model 3, if I was going to spend now $150,000 on a car, and frankly, it's one hundred and seventy now because the cheapest Tesla Model S is He's now $168,000, yeah. right? That's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, then for $168,000, I can get the top-of-the-line Jag with all the features. And Yeah, I don't you think know, it's, it's not – you're talking – it's inevitable people are going to compare other electric cars to the Tesla. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of – Apart from price, it's not like for like. Mm. I, I think I, – and you mentioned sort of the fit and finish of the car. That was something I really strongly considered. And early on, Tesla, even by their own admission, they had quality problems. I haven't found that. My car, I've come from four Mercedes-Benz into my Tesla, and I have not – I've not for one second sat in my car and thought, God, this doesn't compare to the Merc. I mm. sat in my car comfortably – Comfortable in the in in the fit and finish of the car. I sat in the back of a yeah. Mercedes uh, S Class, like latest model. Um, yeah. I had to go to the Today Show in Melbourne last week, and they organised cars to pick me up and everything. Mm-hmm. Beautiful bloody S Class yeah, took me to the airport, and I just went, oh, "It's an S Class, of course, it's beautiful." But the S Class is what Tesla compare themselves to when they mm. talk about sales, when they talk about anything. Yeah, and that's my problem is I, I S Class is a bit more cost a bit more than a Model S, mate. No, no, you can get an S Class for one hundred and fifty. You can, yeah. Absolutely. Absolute base model. Really? Sure, but it's still cheap. It's still its base. At its yeah, base, it's, okay. it's got the fit and finish that I don't believe a Tesla has. Mm-hmm. Road noise, things like that. The, you know, on, a, on yeah. a highway, a Tesla has more road noise than in almost any car I've experienced. We drove the Model X from Brisbane to Adelaide, and she was she was not a not a comfortable ride. She was a yeah. loud ride, okay. and don't even get me started on auto. Hello, so, what model, so you'd have the Model X to do that drive, eh? Yep. The Brisbane to Barossa. Yep. yep. Okay. Because um, my my car, I've got I've got autopilot on it now. I've got it. It's mate. It's it, on the expressways. It's a dream car to drive, yeah. no, or not drive. It's autopilot drives. Yeah. And um, the, but just just in response to sort of the the whole comparison, Tesla's always going to be compared to it. Yeah. But the the thing Tesla has is is the first mover advantage. They've got the network of charges, and I read your story about how yeah you couldn't drive it to your to your family who live yeah. across the state, uh, but you'd take your other car. Tesla fortunately have forced that they had enough foresight to think well electric cars are going to be a thing whether you mm. like it or not we're doing it and here's what we need to do to pave the way yeah and and that's what they've done with the and like, no like other you, manufacturer like I could drive to Brisbane tomorrow and have charging all the way and let's be clear no other manufacturer is even pretending to be in that game no not even close but what they're all doing is putting their kind of eggs and support behind people like jet charge now jet charge is clearly going to be mm. the leader in this space and they'll outpace tesla in probably five years easily but mm. the amount of work that's required to build yeah. that network plus well, this type of network they're building is actually different you know they're going to have um 350 is a kilowatt or what 
um, charges, yep. you'll get 80% in 15 minutes. Wow. That's what we've got to get to, That's right? fast. Supercharging on a Tesla, you get probably 80% in, take you like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we. this is my point is, the reason I'm moving away from my, my desire to own that Model 3 is because I'm looking at not as a three-year lease or a four-year. I'm yeah. looking at this as a five- and ten-year plan. I don't change yeah. cars that often, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm now looking at it going, is Tesla the long game? Probably yeah. not. Put it this way, Steve. What, what, what You lease for, what, four years or five years normally? This one's normally a five, but I normally yeah. break them after four or so three, yeah. I'm, I'm prepared to put money on the fact that your next car will be a Mercedes electric well, car. Well, I've, I've thought – we've had this discussion. And, and at, the, at this time, I felt that the Tesla was the right fit for me. No, no, and this is yeah. what I'm this – yeah. is, this but is, no, I no, want to be mate, very, very clear. I'm not, I'm not – um, I, I, I haven't got a Tesla tattoo on no, me, so yeah. I, I can go to whoever I want. You 100%. Know? My point is that Stephen Fennick in four years or five years from now yeah. will probably be, be non-brand loyal enough – to yeah. shake the Tesla badge and go with the best electric yeah, car. Quite possibly. And so my what I'm saying to people is I'm just trying to shake the the fact that Tesla's not the only electric car. I mean, Christ, yeah. you can buy a Nissan Leaf. A Hyundai Ioniq is probably more likely to be my next car. Yeah. A Hyundai electric car. Yeah, real economical car. Good yeah, little yeah. car, yeah. no dramas. It's full electric. Does the job. Yeah, and, yeah and, you know, that's And doesn't that's cost the there. earth either. Mate, uh, I, I just, you know, the, the problem for you driving the Jag, for example, will be... And I'm not, I'm not having a go. I'm just saying that it's like the Apple reality distortion field. It's yeah. like because you live and breathe the Tesla, yeah. mm. I think you'll immediately pick things about the Jag that are negative. That's why I'm keen to drive it because I, I reckon I can give it a good comparison of being a Tesla driver. Yeah. I can compare it in a different way than you might have compared it yeah. and um, see those comparisons. And it is inevitable. Though. People are going to compare it always to Tesla. Tesla, to their credit, have really put the heat on Companies like Jaguar to produce mm. a car like yep. this. Mercedes-Benz, Audi, they're all coming up with it right. because Tesla put the blowtorch to them to say, right, an electric car can not only perform well, it can look good, and it's it is, it's a desirable product. Why and now these other companies the 75D? Would you be able to buy, Would you have bought a Tesla if they didn't have the 75? Oh, no, I wouldn't. Mate, wouldn't my car, I'll be brutally honest with you, my car on the road is about 150K, and it, I couldn't have afforded anything more than that. And, I, and, I, and, and my car was technically a demonstrator, so it was slightly cheaper because it had like 500Ks on it. Yeah. So I got a deal on that. But if you had have ordered my car it, with all the features it's got, it would have been 150 plus. Yeah. yeah. So... It, 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 yeah, has, basic, has, it has put it out of the reach of a lot of people the now. basic configuration is 168 now. Yeah. You add a couple of Because they got features. rid of the 75D now, eh? I just find that staggering. Yeah. Well, I, I, what, what's, what made, made me laugh was thinking that just to, for me to go to the 70, from the 75D to the 100D was another- was a another, change of battery. Was, was, <laughs> yeah, just a battery change. Everything else is the same. was was like another $50,000. But to go to the P100D would have doubled, nearly doubled the price of the car. To, to go What's the performance, do? performance. Remember, it gives right. you the ludicrous mode and all that. So there's an extra motor. It's like a third motor in the car. So that, again, would have been just – you couldn't justify that. What sort of range have you do you get in the expectation? Mate, yeah, I get about you'd rarely four, hit range. Yeah, you, no, you charge so mate. regularly. I, I, about 470Ks, I think they yeah. say my car can do it. Mate, yeah. I, I've driven my car. Joe and I drove to the Central Coast, and I, I charged it to 100%, thinking, okay, you never know. I've got to want yeah. to have a lot of charge. I got to the Central Coast, still had 75% battery Mate, left. I drove the Jaguar. It had 40, maybe, no, it was a 30, 32, no, 42% mm-hmm. 
We went to the Central Coast. I was shitting myself. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, right? Because this is a big risk. Because yeah. uh, just quickly, I, I'd actually used a destination charger to charge the Jag. It worked. I did it. It was a weird thing. Well, did in you have Sid- a little adapter in, or something? In, no, no. In, same plug. In ah. Sydney uh, at the Westfield ah, yeah, Shopping Centre. Oh, yeah. The Chadmo. Right? The Chadmo charger, they call those. The but, different plug. No, no. It was a Tesla. It was a Tesla um, yeah, uh, but the, the charger. The, oh, so it was no, a no, exactly. It was okay. a Tesla so destination charger, right? It, no, it fits the same plug. It's a standard plug. Yeah, right, right. But but so I went. I was actually going to test a destination charger on Central Coast. Didn't work. So my theory was was ruined on that. But we we I had Jackson do the numbers and you know count them for me as we drove up there. Exactly what it predicted I'd have. It had. Yeah. Exactly what we predicted it'd use. It would use. Tesla super accurate. And it was excellent. Like and yeah. and look. So so the Jag. So just for the record. I haven't driven at a full tank, but I would suggest it's a 350k car. You would never assume you're going to get 400. Right. You would never, on a long drive, I wouldn't want to so be going more range, than 300, right? not quite the range Tesla. Is, so what, what do, do you know the size of the problem. battery? You know, you know the battery I, size in the Tesla? I don't, but Bowen said to me that's Jag's like biggest problem. No, that's like Jag's biggest problem is it's actually a similar size battery, but they struggle to get the capacity out of it, uh, the range out of it. Yeah, right. That's what Tesla have done very well is they've, yeah. they've managed to pull more range through and software essentially, it, is right? It, is it also to in the base of yeah, the car? same, same configuration. Yeah, yeah. So – I looked at and, and and I had no problem with range anxiety. You know, I've not. I went to a couple of shopping centres to test the charging things. One at IKEA, one at Cherrybrook. Yeah. It's all good. It's, it all works. The so charging the one, stations. So the ones and stuff. you use though are the ones that are sort of the charge point where it's it's not just for Tesla. It's, That's right. It's, so for yeah. me to use that charge, I need an adapter because um, I think it's, no. it's called a Chadmo yeah. adapter. No, the, see, this is again the biggest problem with this industry. Mm. It's confusing as yeah, hell. Yeah, there's no so standard. The eh, plug eh. that I use on the Jag is yeah. exactly the same as the plug on your Tesla. Okay. So it, the thing is- But not all destination chargers work for you though. No, because see, Tesla's got a bit of electronics in there. This is not a Tesla. Yes. Not going to work, right? Yes, yes. So we, when I go to a, a shopping center and it's got the Schneider Electric, but it's yeah, a thing called Charge one. Fox yeah. from Jet Charge, yep, yep. Um, yours would work there as well, but yeah. there's always a Tesla one there anyway. There is, so yeah, yeah. so that, that's, it's kind of- There's one of them. Purpose, at, I use it at East Village up in Moore Park. They've got one of those. Is it all colorful painted? Yeah. And, yeah. There, and, there's, and there's, a, there's a dedicated Tesla one. And, and then there's, there's also white another box. white box. Yeah. yeah. And so there's an app. Essentially, there's an app called Charge Fox, you go, yep. I'm, on, I'm on point B. Pay for it. Yeah. Uh, it's free. Yeah, right. Most of them are free. Press a button, it works, you, you plug it in, it, right? Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I tested that worked, and it's, you know, 22 kilowatt charge. It's, you know, it's pretty good, or 11, I think. Um, so it's better than home. But when I was actually charging the car, and I had it for a week, and it was plugged into a wall socket at home, right? <laughs> Trickle charge. Yeah. Mate, I got home yesterday. I plugged it in. I stayed at home all night, like most people do. Yeah. I got up in the morning, ninety nine percent. Wow, from like, what? From, from like seventy three or something. That's, that's not bad. Yeah, Mate, pretty good. I, you know, pretty people good. go, "Oh, it takes eleven hours." I'm I'm home for eleven yeah, hours. Yeah, exactly. Most You're people, <laughs> yeah, most people are at yeah. home and then at work, or, or vice yeah. versa. So, and and most people don't buy an electric car and then not yeah. have a wall well, charger if, installed, which does charge if faster. I, if I tried the same with, like, I got a Tesla charger in the back of my car, like yeah. a cable with plugs into a PowerPoint. Mm. It would do the same. It would take Correct. the same amount of time. So I've also got the wall, the wall. charger, yeah. which is three phase power. I could charge if I'm on zero percent. I can charge my car completely in my driveway in four hours. Yeah, yeah. and and that's but that's the same for these other electric yeah. cars. It might not be four. It might be six or something. But yeah. you get the wall adapter. My point is, people rabbit on about range anxiety yeah. and highway but driving. Mate, I don't I, think I, I get it. I, I don't get think it. That's it's, an it's issue. A, it's a real thing. But I'll driving. Think about the driving you do. I yeah. guarantee you, Stephen Fennick. That the Jag would do at, with three hundred or three hundred k range, range wouldn't be a problem. Wouldn't be a problem not at all. You've but, never but, had range anxiety with the Tesla. Never. You wouldn't no. have come close to getting no. from hundred down to thirty. No, not at all. But I think 
you let, let's let's sort of look down the track a little bit here. What's going to happen? And I, I read that that BP is they're looking they've they're seeing the writing on the wall. 100%. BP service stations, right? Yep. And I've read this story. They they they're, they're going to totally rethink their business. Yeah. And what you're going to see is every BP service station there'll be uh, the kiosk in the middle where you can buy your chocolates and your Kit Kats and all that. Mm. One end will be Bowser's. The other end will be charges. Yeah. They're reinventing the business. Because they've got to have a place it, for you to sit and exactly drink Exactly right. Because a, a guy fills up on petrol, or a, or a woman, whoever fills up. In and up, out with a Coke. 20 minutes. In five minutes, you've filled up, you've paid, you're gone. If that was me, I'm there for 45 minutes. So I want somewhere to eat. I want somewhere to go to the toilet. I want to do stuff. But also, then when you, when you put your future vision on, you're not there for 45, you're there for 15. Exactly. So because we, we up are the highway, there's going to be another BP no, 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 in an hour. The charging going to get yeah. faster. Yeah, so of course. Th- as yeah, the charging yeah. gets yeah. higher capacity and faster, you are there for less time. And you don't always see so people with mobile phones will know you don't go from zero to 100 quickly. You go from zero to 80 quickly, and then it's the last 20% yeah, that's hard. That's it. So often, most people will get to 50% and give it a bit of juice just to get to 70 or 80. Yeah, it's, well, you're not getting to 100 the Tesla, all the time. When you go on a journey with Tesla and they, t- they direct you to the superchargers, yeah. at every supercharger, you're not there for an hour and a half going or 90%. You're there to go to 60 then till, to get you to the next one. But well, as we learnt with our drive from uh, Brisbane to Adelaide, like the place at Euroa in Victoria, random town, middle of nowhere, out of Albury, you got a full charge because you were there overnight. You drive and there's this little joint, weird, tiny little town. You plug it in and you're going to breakfast because you're on a road trip. You yeah, know, right. Like when you're on a road trip, you don't want to just get in and out. Yeah. You actually do want to stretch the legs. You go for breakfast. You come yeah. back, it's 100% charged. I took, before I bought my own Tesla, I took a Model X to the Hunter Valley. Remember, yeah. I went to see Midnight Oil and we, we drove the car, we took some people in the car with us and every winery had a Tesla charger. Correct. Every yeah. one of them. Because yeah. they, they, what do you do? You have lunch, you plug your car in. Yeah. But um, I think though that the down, like lo- looking further into the future, I, I don't think that there's car companies are going to think, okay, how is our electric car fleet going to be charged in, on these highways? Yep. I think it's going to be more coming from the outside. I think it'll be just like BP and sh- all these all they these stations will repurpose I mean, themselves yeah. to say, right. Like I think the state government announced today that they're going to put in $3 million to have more destination charges and uh, charges on highways to encourage EV, people to buy EVs. Yeah. People are not buying EVs, not because one of the main reasons is because they've got range anxiety. They're thinking, well, if I've got to drive to the Gold Coast, how the hell am I going to get there? Yeah. So the government is now, just today this story will come out, where they're going to be proactive in having these these facilities for yeah. drivers of the future. Again, if we put the goggles on and say 10 years from now, you're going to have a reshape the way BP does business. Absolutely. Shell, governments, uh, destinations, yeah. local councils. Uh, everyone's going mm. to reshape the way they, they attract people yeah. And it's going to change the drives well, that we make. The, the the big thing with is being able to get where you want to go, if, especially if it's a road trip. That's very mm-hmm. important. But looking at the Tesla stats that I know very well, 90% of Tesla owners charge their car in their driveway. Correct. So they leave their Mercedes house Mercedes-Benz fully, fully filled. exact same number yeah. at the launch of the EQC. So, they said, listen, we get the highway thing. But in Europe, there's, there's already big moves on highways. Yeah. They said, but let's be realistic here, folks. Mm. 90% of charging is done at home. That's right. So and and when you take that into account and you, you move to solar and all those other things we can talk about another time, yeah. it's a huge thing. And so when you when you think about you know, later this year you're going to have the Mercedes in town, yeah. mate, it's it's such an exciting time for electric oh, vehicles. Absolutely, yeah. And to all the Tesla um, fanboys out there, 
Don't at me because I couldn't give a rat's. I'll just block you. You're you're a pest. You're annoying. You don't get. What, so you I need got, to listen to. Like I got a tweet yesterday from a guy. Did yeah. you see the tweet? The, no. He goes. Yeah. He goes. Are you gonna uh, Are you gonna trade in the Tesla for the Jaguar? He said your mate Trevor and in inverted commas Trevor Short. He never called you Trevor Long. All right. Trevor Short reckons it's the best EV, no doubt. And I, and my one word response was no. And and this is the point. I, if you listen for twenty minutes, I think you get the point that I'm not suggesting anyone with a Tesla no, trades their all. car in. Not at all. I'm just. I, suggesting I love my car. I honestly, I love. Uh, I've had, like I said, Mercedes Benz. I've had luxury cars. I love my car. And, I, I, and I enjoy driving my car. My point to the next generation of electric car yeah. uh, vehicles is they need to win you back. Yeah. That's the point. They're going to win you back. I'm up for grabs, mate. Yeah. If they want to win me back, I'm not going to – I'm not indebted to and I'm, I know it's exciting Tesla. you've got Spotify built in, but I prefer yeah. Apple CarPlay to Spotify any day of the well, week. Well, exactly right. But like I said, I'm not – I haven't signed a lifetime agreement with Tesla. <laughs> they've got to, if they want my next car, they've got to, they've got to earn it. Like yeah. if they've got a good car that I want, I'll, I'll go there. But, you know, just, just like Tesla lured me away from Mercedes-Benz, yeah. The next time out, it could be a different story. Pretty, so, pretty yeah. confident it'll be Mercedes Benz that you think lures so? you back. Okay, okay. Hope I'm doing all right, mate, to afford it. Pretty confident. <laughs> And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear and their range of wireless systems are built to connect your home, not just you in your home, but your whole home. Uh, Switches, smart lights, TVs, Xbox, laptop, tablet, whatever it is in your home that's connected, uh, the Netgear solution is built for you. So if you've got an Orbi, um, we've talked about this for a very long time. If you don't have an Orbi by now, I don't know why you're still listening. I mean, let's just be honest. If you're listening to Two Bikes Talking Tech and you don't own an Orbi, I don't know. I don't know what planet you're on. <laughs> there's but also just can I cut in? Have, yeah. There's an Orbi challenge. Netgear have launched an Orbi challenge mm-hmm. where if you buy an Orbi and it doesn't improve your Wi-Fi, you get your money back. Because they know it does. Yeah. I've, I've, it's probably the one product over all the years that I've had the most feedback on from people when you get when you recommend Absolutely. something. Absolutely, and they say oh, I bought and they it say, and oh, I love oh, it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, because exactly. it can, it creates a single large Wi-Fi network across and around your home that gives you speed. From every corner. Or Orbi, O R B I from Netgear. Check it out at netgear.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, Samsung have named the date, Trev. February the 20th is the launch date for the Galaxy S10. Honestly, what a rubbish date. And it's just before Mobile World Congress. Literally, we'll, just we'll before. We'll talk about that in a, in a moment. But I think the S10, 10 years of the Galaxy, yeah, it's it's gonna huge. Be, this is going to be a big event. And it's in San Francisco, which is a change at for... At the Bill Graham. San, it, at the same place same where place Apple, Apple launched, launched two iPhones. Wow. They've had the Worldwide Developers Conference what? keynote there. Let's, and they've had the Gala- uh, iPhone 6S and 7 launched let's there. Let's talk about that. Okay, let's just talk <laughs> about the venue. That is a great bit of trivia. Is it a? Is it a? Is it a? Where kick? else can what you have it? What are they doing? Like, no, but there's yeah. other venues. They could have. Well, if they had a, would could have been Apple. In have LA. had all of them. Apple have had all of them though in San Francisco. I know, but why San Francisco then? I think they've I owned know, New York a little, as a venue. I think it's a little sort of shot across the bow. That's what Apple, I'm saying. You know? We're in you, your backyard, mate. Well, that, here we are. Boom, mate. That's what I was going to say. Backyard. We're in New York. We're launching this. We're launching that. Here's our tenth anniversary phone. And baby. We're right here. <laughs> We're in your hometown. I hope that Apple, you know how they had their little little dig at uh, CES? Yeah. I wonder if Apple's going to do something there. 
I yeah, wonder. Right. I would love that. How cool would that be if Apple puts a massive billboard across the road or something like or that? Would you make it about a battery? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, so, yeah, It would the, be funny, though. The same venue as two phones and a WWDC. Yes. Uh, a, a, a critical venue for Apple in the in the, in the the recent five, five years, really. Yeah, well, if they it, was had where the they, it was where they went before they had the Apple Park, essentially. Correct. That's it. And uh, so February the 20th, we're going to see... February 21, early morning. 21, early morning Sydney Australian time. time. Correct. And uh, we're, we're both going to be there we've uh, we've been invited across and it's going to be i think this this is i think the probably the most heavily rumored or leaked S, uh, galaxy really? phone uh, uh, it's it seems consistent what people are talking about uh, yeah. what we're going to expect to see we're going to see i think three flavors of the S10 it's the S10 S10 plus they're also talking about an S10 lite which is kind oh. of a more affordable version my, my first guess is if that's the case that one won't come to australia i just feel like it's the kind of thing that doesn't Maybe. hit australia yeah. you know? it's like yeah. huawei and their p20 lite and stuff like that I, yeah. but but it should because oh, i think there's a yeah. market for a, a smaller and well, it might not be lower cost, but yeah. certainly a smaller device. And, and I think, too, we're going to see, and like we've, we've discussed this in the past, Samsung would never in a million years have a notch in their phone no. because it would be a, a kind of an acknowledgement of Apple. Yep. Uh, other other manufacturers have happily copied it, including Huawei and yep. Google even. And so they've all got Oppo. They've all so got So what notches. are we going to see? The, the hole so the in the hole screen? Punch. Yeah, they call yeah. it the hole punch. Remember we saw that uh, mm. at CES? Yep. So it's going to be a little hole where the single camera peeks out. The S10 Plus, which is supposed to have two front facing cameras will have just a slightly larger hole it won't be a circle it'll be like and an so oval do they abandon iris and all that stuff well i'm not sure i don't think so because you've still got front facing cameras and we're also going to have an in-screen fingerprint reader so here's they've taken all the limitations away from having a totally front top to bottom edge to edge screen because before the limitation was having a space for the sensors, for the camera, and for the fingerprint reader, if, or, or the home button, which the, that that went years ago. But mm. now we're going to see completely dominated. The front face is going to be the infinity display. Yeah, I I think it's great. I just see the whole punch to me is a strange one because as an app developer, I mean they're making it very hard on Android. Yeah. Because you've got notches in all different places and now you've got a bloody hole punch somewhere. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it complicates the thing. So you end up with a, a top end of the screen that is just some sort of menu bar style navigation. It's like, yeah. well, why are we bothering? What's and the point and of it's that? Where, I think there's another phone. I think Huawei have got a phone or another Android manufacturer has a phone with a hole punch already. Yes. and One, um, of, those, one of those small in Chinese yeah, ones. It, yeah, it's uh, sort of, I think it's not quite in the corner. It's top left-hand corner. It's yeah. not quite in the corner. And, and the, I've seen videos online where, depending on what app you use, the hole actually covers an important part of the that's app. What, that's so, what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it's. It, I think there needs to be a little bit of consistency, at least with the notch. It sort of gave it some consistency, and you could also you square just, off the top of the screen if you don't want the notch anyway. Uh, but also, the notch created an area on the left, an area on the right, where you'd have like yeah. mobile signal, battery, and that yeah. kind of stuff. Battery percentage, um, time. But yeah. but the hole punch just gives you nothing. It's just a very strange well, thing. So, I, what about put, camera though? What's the rumor on camera? Well, the rumor is that the S the S10 Plus will have four, so two on the front, two on the back. The S10 will have one on the front, two on the back. I think in terms of the camera quality... Is two on the back enough nowadays? You've got, we've got Huawei's well, got three. Uh, iPhone is rumoured to be having three yeah, this year. Yeah, I'm not sure. That could be one of the, one of the uh, new features that no one's predicted. But uh, I, th- I think in terms of camera, the actual quality of the camera didn't really jump up for the S9. No, not at all. So it was all these quirky little things you could do with the camera. Yeah, that it was, was a Note was 8 it? camera, essentially. Yeah, so it, I, I don't know whether it's going to be... 
it's not kind of the you don't need a, a bigger sensor or more megapixels. You just need some yeah, software. software to mm. run it better. Like look what Google does with the Pixel phones. Yeah. One lens and it's an amazing camera. Yeah. So I think Samsung may try to find the sweet spot between having software enhancement, having still the two lenses and, and maybe yeah. a slightly improved sensor. So the funny thing is though, um, Oppo's R17, Huawei Mate 20, which is my favourite and my main phone, my Mate 20 Pro, fingerprint sensor under the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pretty good edge-to-edge, but not, not hole punch. Great cameras. Yep. I mean, what's their advance? Well, I'm thinking... I mean, the pro- obviously, I, obviously, it's Samsung, so it's it's just market course. share. It's Huawei like, doesn't have like, that. It's like Apple. Everyone's thinking, what's, what's Two Apple's years behind, but still ahead of the game, is, is the perception. Yeah. But uh, I don't think this is going to be a 5G phone. Oh, this no. will still be a 4G phone. No. And that, that's possibly the surprise, is that they'll announce another phone at this event, you which reckon? will be their first 5G phone. Just so they can say we had the first big yeah. commercial brand. So there, and again, another reason why this is taking place four days before Mobile World Congress They want to be off. first. So they're going to say, here we go. What about the Fold? That won't be till the second half of the year. Yeah, I don't, don't think I think they might. They, might, they might tease it at this one. You don't know. But oh, I, I, I reckon they'll announce okay. the 10 and they'll say, and here's the A27 or whatever it is, the 5G phone. I'm going to go the opposite. I think they're going to announce the 10 and the Fold. I reckon the they'll announce one. the F series. Yep, you reckon? I don't think they'll give a date. Too I, soon. I think they'll show it. Yep. I yeah, think that's what. No, no. I, 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 I would think, have thought they teased it. Yeah. I, no, I think they'll they'll show it. And so this is the Samsung Galaxy F or whatever it's called, yeah. <laughs> and it'll be available in June. Like it'll be a long yeah, period, right. but it, okay. it, this will be the launch. Right. Interesting. I'm just. Trying. I hope you're right. I'd love to see it. It'd be great. Yeah. Whether but I, whether, but I, whether it's behind glass, I don't think they're going to have I, working models of it. I think 5G. Samsung and Apple will wait for proper 5G, not you don't 5G. You don't reckon Apple, the iPhone in September, will no. have a, a 5G? You don't no. think? No, they'll wait for the, sec- the for the proper 5G, so not the 4G, 5G bump. They'll wait for 5G itself. Okay. Yeah, because, uh, yeah. again, we, we could probably do a whole show on this one day, yeah. but 5G will be – it's a reality, it's here. But what yeah. happens is the phones, the devices that are on 5G now, they, they actually connect to the 4G network and then bump up. To 5G. Yeah, where, where you, there's a signal, yeah. If you turn your phone on now uh, and you're in a small cell area with a Telstra that's only, let's say your tower's only got 4G. If you turn your phone on, it'll connect to that. Yeah. Whereas if you turn, if you've got an older, like one of the original 4G phones, it needs a 3G network to connect to and then it bumps up to mm-hmm. 4G. Yeah. That's what we're getting this year is a phone that goes, oh, so here's what, 4G. Oh, there's 5G. And that's what Telstra will do. Doing that's what, in the that's first what the HTC, the, the LG, all that stuff, yeah. that's what that's going to be. That'll, that'll be announced at MWC. But do you think, oh, I, I still think that 5G, it's a great, great thing to say and that you've got it, but in in reality, how many, Couldn't cust- give a rats. How many customers are saying, oh, no, I'm going to wait for a 5G phone? When was the last time someone yeah. rang and said, yeah. oh, you know, Netflix Should isn't performing for- very well on my phone? <laughs> yeah. Like, so the, the, the mobile networks mm. are, in essence, faster than any fixed broadband. They're just not as quite um, stringently reliable. Yeah. But I've never – like, I'm uploading stuff to Dropbox on, on the mobile network. Yeah. I've not had Easy. an issue with speed. I'm not desperately yeah. clinging for more speed. No. 5G's market is not actually in mobile phones. Yeah. It's in whole other infrastructure. I stuff. think Telstra are pushing. Remember, they made the announcement at CES. They're, they're yeah. real. They want to be first, so they want to say, "Right, yeah. ours is up and, and running." Right. Telstra will be at MWC as well. Yeah, they yeah. go very hard on it. But yeah, but I, I still I, that probably reinforces the fact that the S10 is not going to be a 5G phone. No, it'll doubt. still be a 4G phone. No doubt. Uh, the other feature we mentioned, the in-screen fingerprint reader. Um, but I'm, they're still going to have a headphone jack, which as well I understand. Yeah. But I can't. I mean, unless we, unless they've kept all these features top secret, I don't know what new whiz bang feature there'll be apart from maybe the whole punch and the full screen. I don't know. They might even give it a new name, the Infinity Plus yeah, or something. So, display. Uh, is it then a, a standout phone? 
Well, it, uh, from the renders I've seen, and you don't know whether they're leaks or someone's just made it up, it looks a lot like the S9. I won't lie there. It looks very similar. Yeah. Uh, so apart from just having the the hole the punch and the, and the in-screen fingerprint reader, I'm hoping there are a lot more new features to talk about. Yeah. It will, it'll be like, um, was it the S8 or 9, but where we spent a lot of time talking about how the camera, like the slow-mo and all those different things yeah. in the, the – the things that they showed us – um, with just camera improvements to, to, to promote the phone were software features you know the uh, emoji thing yeah, you know yeah. like all that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah. it was very software driven not hardware yeah. and I think that and Bixby was in its that'll infancy be two too year, that'll be two years of incremental upgrades if that's yeah. the case Ooh. if this is all true they need a jump yeah but they they, but they, they need a massive jump in camera they need to do the Google style software yeah. updates because I hope frankly so. man the Huawei and the Google are yeah. better absolutely sorry yeah, you're still rocking the Mate 20 uh, it's dead. Yeah. Have you got a char- USB-C charger just here? Oh, my I've really, a, I've really smashed it today. Right? But, um, but yeah, no, still rocking the Mate 20. Loving yeah. it. Absolutely just right. outstanding. Can loving you it. you back on the iPhone? I see you got an Apple Watch on. That's no, purely for just television. Just decoration? No, <laughs> yep, just because I, I was demanding an, uh, uh, an right app. Yep. So is it on even? Uh, yeah, it is. It's so you just tell the time? Yeah, just tell the time. That's it. No yeah. notifications. Couldn't give a rat's. <laughs> Yeah. Just couldn't care less. I uh, now I normally if I when I do switch to Android, I, I normally have an Android watch to go with yeah. it. I normally get the Samsung Galaxy Watch or something. Just no interest. Really? Just prefer a tag any day yeah, of the week. Of course, yeah. That's but right. so the twentieth is an interesting date because uh, that's a was it Thursday? Wednesday. That's a Wednesday. A Wednesday, yeah. Um the following Monday is the first opening day of Mobile World Congress. But yeah. the Thursday in or the fr- Thursday and Friday in uh, Barcelona is like when all, events all the press start days, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're literally, you know, one upping just in a different city. Yeah, like it's just the most inconvenient thing that could ever yeah, happen. I'll be honest. And it's it's a strange one because um, I, I can remember was it wasn't last year was the S eight uh, was launched on its own on in its New own York separately. Yes, that's and right. And they they never went to MWC. It was mm. launched after MWC. That's right. Now, the, well, last year was launched, the S9 was at, at MWC. Yes. This year, it's just a few days before MWC. But will they still be there, you reckon? I reckon they'll oh, still be there. They'll sort of a stand. They just well, won't do a press event. Well, yeah, I'm wondering whether they might, might have a press event for these other phones we're talking about. They're going to have a lot of phones. They're going to have a 5G phone, a foldable phone, all these other phones. The no. Note 10 of, as well is coming in the second half of the year. No. So are they going to have another event? They won't have an event. They'll have just have they'll a have massive a stand where well, all the telcos go to. And all the S10s will be there. Yeah. The new S10 yeah, will exactly. be on the stand. They'll, they'll have yeah. a Because ma- they're always popular. They'll have yeah. a massive stand showing off the fo- – that's why I think they'll announce the foldable because then at, at Mobile World Congress, it'll be the go-to it'll be gadget. There. Yeah, right, right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't reckon they'll have models for us to use. It'll be like a behind-the-glass The, the foldable. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. It'll be behind glass. It, it'll be yeah. so – they'll, they'll – It'll be not a darkened room that they yeah. show. It'll, it'll be, be the, the real device, the yeah, behind glass. but it won't be available for months, yeah. and it'll it'll just be there, yeah. like in at, at uh, CES when you're not allowed to go near the OLEDs. When when it was uh, when did they announce? They announced that their developers conference in November. It was November. early, early okay. November. I remember I was in Hawaii and I wrote about it when I was on holidays, and uh, so it was November. But so they've announced the technology a while ago. So what's that? Three months ago already. Mm. So it might make sense to see an actual device in operation. I don't know. I just. <laughs> Not happy with the dates. That's all. To be honest. Yeah, I know. Like, are, are you going to go straight there? Are you even going to go to Barcelona? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. But I'm just trying to think how we're going to work it out. How are we going to organise Mate, it? I just booked a direct flight. Yeah, straight from from there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Just a cheap ass San Francisco to Barcelona because coming <laughs> home is just a punish. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, still you know, haven't, I haven't got that far yet. 
time-wise, it just doesn't work. But anyway, yeah. that's that's what's coming. If you've got thoughts, uh, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter at Stephen Fennick at Trevor Long. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, Stephen, the good people at Ring are... Uh, they gave me a ring today. Did they? Didn't they? They gave you a ring as well? Yeah, they gave me a ring too. In sorry, words, phone, sorry, Conrad, mate. I was call. in the Go car with the kids and Conrad. I was Conrad sure. rang me. On my home phone, I ran across the house thinking, who's ringing me on my home phone? It was good old Conrad. He said, How many people ring on your home phone? No one. Only if I'm, if I'm doing a radio interview and I say, oh, I'm on the yeah. home phone, they'll call me on the home line. Just yeah. to, you know, By the way, how's that sound now with the VoIP? Because it's Fantastic. Always, yeah. Perfect. And the switch over the number was fine because it was Optus, I guess. All good. All good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So works, no, works like a sounds exactly the same to you? Exactly. Probably better. Sounds better. Same handsets? Uh, yes, my handset works. It plugs into the modem now, not into the wall, yep. because the modem plugs into the so phone. It's just a normal kind of phone yeah, handset, normal, nothing special normal, about it? Nothing special about it, although I've got a new Uniden um, uh, cordless phone. That uses Bluetooth. It's also got Bluetooth, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I can have my phone, can, my mobile phone connected to it, and, and there's a there's a, there's a uh, four phones in the, in the box. There's a lot of phones in that box. Four, and including a waterproof, waterproof phone. One. So if you take it in the pool. Yeah. But then you can still answer my mobile phone in it as well. Yeah, fantastic. It's crazy. Anyway. It's um, come in handy the last couple of weeks. The reason uh, we were talking about Ring is uh, the ringing because Ring have announced a new product. Um, it's the stick-up cam. Stick up, stick them up. It's like not robbing you. It's just a stick well, up. Well, that cam. is a big part of their market the is deterring burglaries. Okay. Stick up burglaries. Burglaries, yeah. Burglaries. 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 <laughs> it's one of those words where you say it. There's another U in there. You say it. Is there another U in there? No. Burglaries. B-U-R-G-L-A-R. Burglaries. Right, yeah. spelled like that. So that's the whole business is deterring crime. Yep. You know, capturing moments that deter crime. And so you've got the doorbell. We've both got the doorbell. It works pretty well. Um, and that is a deterrent because they press the doorbell. You can answer it no matter where you are. The stick-up cam, uh, I think, is a direct and utter competitor to your Arlo because it is yeah. uh, built to be stuck. You know, it's a battery-operated. Wire-free. Uh, Wire-free. There's a solar option. Two-way um, talk. You put it somewhere in the house. And so basically they can work together as well. So. Yeah. The trigger of motion at one can allow you to, you know, open the other. You can see through the stick-up cam who's coming to the door. You've got a second recording of a different part of the house. You know, yeah, it's an ecosystem. You know, the problem for uh, Ring was people have got the doorbell loving the Internet of Things here and they're getting an ally or a swan or a Uniden yeah. and that you, you've got to own these people in this ecosystem. And we saw, saw this it, yeah. at CES with Arlo. They're announcing so many more products. Many of them compete yeah. directly with Ring as well. Including a doorbell. They've got the, an audio doorbell. The, the, yeah that create the ecosystem. You've got to own the ecosystem. And I think people like Swan and Uniden have, have also appreciated that because look at Absolutely. Uniden as an example, huge on their amazing high-end security systems, but a bit late to the party on the wire-free stuff, um, have now come up with you know the AppCam silo and stuff that, that get them in that space because once a customer, always a customer. That's the plan, right? So I think they've done a good job to, uh, to create a product here, Ring, because, mate, they've got a very loyal audience. Right? A they ring do. user loves their ring. And so why not whack another camera up um, that extends your network a bit? Mm-hmm. Good idea. They, they do have other cameras. They've got other outdoor cameras that are still wire-free. Uh, yeah, so yep. there are other cameras, but this just seems to be a little bit more versatile in terms of easier to mount it. Yep. It's a bit smaller than yep. the other camera. So it's it not really as, takes so the message further. The floodlight and the spotlight are specifically for lighting and, and having that camera effect, whereas this is more specifically the camera with a little bit of light, right? So it's 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 a different part of the market. Anyway, uh, $390-odd plus, uh, you'll read details at techguide.com.au, but 
cracking little extra addition to the Ring family. Jesus, mate, you brought props. I've got props here, yes. Well, You've just reached across one, and there's a whole box of well, Uniden products. Well, the reason is because I've just received it, and this is the, the AppCam Solo 4G. Have you set it up? I haven't. I only just got it. So, okay, right. Uh, because there's a camera what, up in the top room there looking at me as I walked in. That's, that's a Nest camera. Oh, hang on, yeah. what's going on there? That's, that's a Nest camera. Extra cameras here. Yeah, let's see if anyone it tries to egg our house. I can right. see people. AppCam Solo App 4G. AppCam Solo 4G. Now, this is a full HD camera, uh, and all it needs is a 4G SIM card to connect. So you can imagine this being used in remote properties or uh, on your Work marina sites. to look at your boat or your building site, whatever you have. How many boats have you got? Zero. Yep. So uh, this is a really versatile way to set it up. It comes with a solar panel as well. So mm-hmm. there's a kit you buy, you get the solar panel. So it's a little set and forget solution where you've got yeah. your SIM card in, you don't have to worry about Wi-Fi, you've got your solar panel You've got a holiday there. house, you've got a work yeah. site. These things are cracking you may great be, products. Because a lot of their customers are in rural areas as well. So yep. there's a lot of customers who maybe want to monitor properties, their their, their livestock or whatever they want to do, but they can do that now with the, the new AppCam Solo, the 4G Solo app cam, and it has still also got all their features that they're very well known for, including ThermoSense, which is their proprietary motion detection. But not only does it detect motion, it also detects heat. So you're not getting all those false notifications. You're getting the fair like income notification. Like a breeze uh, from the tree leaves of the tree. That's right. That's right. And you can of course re- monitor it remotely through the companion app as well. Get your notifications. Look through. There's a, there's an onboard SD card, micro SD card as well. Uh, and two-way talk as well. So uh, yeah. and there's a siren built in. So yep. all the features you'd expect on your app cam solos, but now running off the 4G network, so you can place it anywhere. Solar panel as well to keep it powered. You want to find out more information? Head to uniden.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Stephen, hello. Remember Apple announced a product that would charge so <laughs> yeah. many things at a time? Was that in 2017? Yeah, it was meant to come out in 2018. Yeah. Missed the mark. It's 2019 now. I saw a tweet today saying that there are reports that will be available later in 2019. Okay. I mean, they're kidding. The rumor was that, and this, this for those who don't know what we're talking about, they, they've got it was their char. What do they call it? Charge mat. Yep. And it was supposed to be able to charge your iPhone, your Apple Watch, and your AirPods in one. Yep. And so it's the three. The new version of the AirPods hasn't come out. Oh, yeah. while I was charging I for a I start. Know. But uh, the the if you read the rumor sites, apparently the problems they were having was having three charging coils so close to each other they had an overheating problem. Yeah, and look so. So good luck to Apple. Other companies have done it. Like, well, what, the, Signet have got a dual dual yeah, charging. There's mats plenty of things out there. You know, Bowen got a, a thing from Hyundai at uh, at CS that had three things sitting side <laughs> by side. It was quite a big unit, but yeah. three wireless charging pads side by side. Yeah, I yeah, mean, there you go. Obviously, Apple's Apple a bit, bit Apple's overheating. Thing. They can sell but it as a hot plate. Maybe. If you got an Apple Watch and an iPhone, uh, yeah. Belkin have a product out today. The Belkin wireless charging dock, two hundred and fifty bucks, uh, comes in black or white, and essentially, it's a really nice. Stylish bit of kit that could sit on a I was side saying, table. I say those exact words. Oh, Stylish bit of kit. A, a side table, your yep. bedside table, or downstairs. Office. Where'd you put yours, mate? Uh, I haven't even unboxed it yet, mate, I'll be honest. I've got mine out. It's on my desk right next to me so I can charge my phone so your, and my watch. Your iPhone stands up and is wirelessly charging. Yep. Your watch just sits on a beautiful little... Um, In nightstand mode. Nightstand nice. mode. So it's sitting up. You can see the clock. Plus there's USB there on the back to yeah. charge things like your iPad or... 
your buddy AirPods if you wanted to plug them in. Absolutely, yeah. The uh, There is also a special edition. Did you know that you can only buy that in Ooh. Apple stores? So the typical bell conversion has the rounded edges. See this? Mm. They've got the rounded edges. Yes. But if you look up here, there's also the square version with uh, the, the charging pad for the phone mm. is actually supported by a small metal pole. See there? It's like a, yes. a little stainless steel pole. Is that one? I think it's the same price. Beautiful. But you can only buy that at Apple stores. Of course. And uh, there, there's the USB uh, port on the back, the back. And you've got your little Apple Watch charger there. And I've got the uh, the black one, which yep, is in my in. office. That, that's actually a picture of it in my office look, right there. Look, it's a great little product. If you've got an iPhone and an Apple Watch, which so many people do, it's a game changer for the bedside yeah, table. So I if really you've got like an it. iPhone 10, uh, iPhone 8, 8 Plus, 10S, 10R, they're all the wireless yep. iPhones, and this charges it really quickly as well. So it's got the right wattage for you to get a fast charge on the on mm. your phone, and of course your Apple Watch at the same time. It's got a little magnetic; you click it into place, it uh, so grabs onto it magnetically, and then can charge that up as well. Shout out to the Apple Store too for having uh, iPads for the kids to play with oh, on a okay. smaller bench. I saw your little stories about your iMac. I was gonna I was gonna send a me- I was gonna reply to your message saying, well, well, "Bring it over. I can troubleshoot it over oh. here for you." <laughs> I've, I've done so before Christmas, uh, a week before Christmas, I went into my office because, to be honest, I don't use the home office that much anymore. Okay. So I went to sit down and do something and just black screen with a little folder and a question mark on it. I'd never seen that before. Oh, Mate, I went through some serious diagnostics. I went through disc. I did everything. I formatted. I did everything I could. Nothing. Genius bar. And I went in and made They were like, oh, wow, that's not good. But no hardware faults. But it turns out it was the Fusion Drive. Basically, the, the software that tells the solid state to talk to the Spinning disc is just broken. Yeah, so didn't could find the startup disc properly. But mate, I'm telling you, out of twelve ten appointment, didn't get out of there till one fifty. Uh, not bad. Oh, mate, I expected just to drop it off and come back and pick it up another day. Ah. I didn't, have to, didn't expect to have to sit there and you watch it. Had install. to babysit it. You know, I had to watch <laughs> the frigging thing install. Really, but and, and this isn't like taking a phone and you had to take an iMac. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> a big bus. But you know, my, my shout is because my kids just sat and played iPad. Like yeah. it, was, it was great. They what just, else are you going to do at Apple Store? Well, yeah, I had three kids that are on holidays. I had to, you know. Yeah, right. So it was so awesome d- that they could just sit there and play some games, have some fun. That's good, baby. Be good parenting, mate. Mate, how good <laughs> was it? I said to the bloke, I said, thank God you got those. He goes, you know what? They weren't here for a while. They took the – because they're little desks. Yeah, and with uh, little round seats. And they, they took them away. You know why? Because people uh, would drop their kids awful off. parents. They would just drop their kids there, right? And then leave. Correct. So oh. what happened was they had iPads out the back you could request – but no one was requesting because they thought they were just taken away. So they're back now and you can just, you know, enjoy yeah, right. kids. Learned, like Harris, that? So parents would just dump their kids here and go do their shopping. I mean, that's anecdotal, obviously, but, you know, I think oh, that's, that's the word me, on the mate. street. But, yeah, shout out to the Apple Trevor, geniuses Trevor who never do got that, it sorted. And, or Amanda would never do that. Um, but, no, and and to be very clear, I, I didn't have any help getting that appointment. I'd use the normal process. It was frustrating as all hell. Uh-huh. Um, have you ever made a genius bar appointment yeah. lately? It's not as easy as it used not to be. Not lately because I can work out my troubles myself, mate. It, uh, <laughs> Love the Rule 873 call the Chris Smith Show. It's been to Stephen Fennig. He'll show you how to make a genius yeah. bar appointment. Tomorrow, that's right. The, but, uh, the, I, I was going to message you to say, mate, bring it over. I'll yeah. be able to troubleshoot it for you. The, the reason, <laughs> so the reason I couldn't self-fix it was because you need a, a, a separate boot drive uh, to then be able to do the amount of repair work on your own drive. So creating a separate boot drive, pain in the yeah, okay. So 
but it used to be you, you just you, go you to the website. You could your laptop to it. That's an extra boot drive. For I you. wouldn't know how to do that. Um, yeah. the, it used to be you could just go to the Apple website and go, I want to make an appointment at 12 o'clock there. Yeah. But no, nah, no. Nah, you've got to use the Apple support app. You've got to tell them. You've got to basically go through a live chat with someone to go, it's yeah. rubbish. It's not. Oh, trust me, I've tried it. It's not working. Yeah. You've got to basically tick off the well, I've got tried it, yeah, everything. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is smart because it narrows down the number of people of course, going in there. Of course. But I knew it was broken. Did you say? I, I did you it. say your name was Trevor Lock? No, I didn't. Did they say? Hang on, Trevor. Uh, no. Shouldn't you work this out for yourself? No. Thank so God. how come you never gave me your name at all? Well, they knew. I mean, they had my name, but <laughs> yeah. I don't want to break it to you. Did they say, is this Trevor Long yeah. from the Today Show? They would have <laughs> said, mate, you should have been able to do this listen, yourself. That, you know what? Were they he having a good laugh at you, mate? He, you know what I'm thinking now? He didn't say that, but they're probably at the back going, probably what, going what about Trevor Long? Yeah. Actually, that's they, not good. They might have should have made a matter. Take it in. <laughs> They're probably tweeting. Do Apple tweet. They've got a big tweet. They've got a tweet. They don't follow anyone, but they got they, they got a lot of followers. I wouldn't care if they, they bagged might have me heavy yeah. on Twitter. Mate, I'd, I'd appreciate of, the you tweet. You get a lot of retweets. I'd, I'd be happy with that. Wow. Anyway, we move on. Reckon Apple, I reckon Apple employees are out the back saying, "Whatever that. Whatever that. Like? Can't fix also, his computer, I found it. You remember I've said one, the one thing I'd ask Apple employees: How do you know which shirt to wear? Yeah, the colour. Yep. How do they? And did you ask them? No, uh, but the shirts are in the back because there's a the, wardrobe. They don't take them home. Correct. The dude I was uh, working with. Okay. When I when I went out to get Subway, uh, came back. We we'd eaten the Subway, came back, and the thing was still going, and the dude wasn't there. And I had to call someone and say, "Hey, mate, wait, what's happening with this?" And he goes, "Is someone seeing?" I went, "Yeah." He goes, "Who?" I went, "I don't know." The dude that was here. <laughs> I didn't get his badge. The guy in the blue shirt. He goes, yeah, "We're all wearing blue shirts." I can't shirts. narrow it down for you. And he goes, yeah. and he comes out. And he goes, "Oh, you were dealing with Jack. He's on. A, oh, he's on lunch break." Oh. Anyway, I saw Jack walk back in, civvies. Oh, wearing another shirt. Oh, so he can't wear his Apple shirt outside the store. Goes out the back, gets ah, changed, comes out again. There you go. Well, wardrobe back there. One of the many mysteries. The mystery un- unveiled. <laughs> wow, mind blown. So wardrobe. you got you get you walk out of the store. You're in your civilian because clothes. In you addition, can't wear your Apple t-shirt outside no, the store. That's right. In addition, uh, when you're in the store, you're wearing your blue shirt, whatever. Then yeah. you go at the back. You can come out in a green shirt for your Apple camp. You're at Ooh. your code camp and stuff. So they, okay. they go out and get changed so they know who the Apple camp people wardrobe are. changes as well yeah. in the store. They'd have That's to have amazing. like change rooms and stuff. So would you have your own locker, you reckon? Or no, you, whose T-shirt do you want? I don't want to wear someone else's T-shirt. Exactly. See, now I've got another question. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, 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 reckon, I reckon you'd have your own. You'd have to bring your own in and and keep it there and then Scroll. get changed into it when you get there. Probably shouldn't say this, but I think security is very tight on the back door. There is. Yeah. No, it's not. Even they've got like a, a keypad. No, the swipe card is on the genius bar. Is they come really? over, they swipe the genius bar. They got to which walk one? 15, which floor are you in? Haunts me. Haunts me. You got to walk fifteen meters to the bloody door. I could is be sta- I could be standing at the door just looking at some products. Then I hear someone swipe. Go, yeah, in there. Jeez. Check out the wardrobe. Watch if you turn to the <laughs> Apple store. If Trevor Long's <laughs> in there, watch out. <laughs> now, Trevor, mm. have you ever bought your wife a Louis Vuitton product? No, mate. I have. My mm. wife's a massive fan of Louis Vuitton. And the, while it's lovely to make her happy, <laughs> they're very, very expensive. Yeah. Okay. You know, and you get heaps cheap when you're in China. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought of that. But uh, anyway. She'd pick it, God bless she? her heart. She Bloody loves hell. Louis Vuitton. Look, I've got expensive tastes. Have a look around the room. I've got expensive tastes as well. But uh, Louis Vuitton is a brand that we know typically for handbags and stuff. They've actually Where is just, this going? Everyone listening is going, thinking, what, what is the it, hell? It's a fashion, is this a fashion Steve's podcast? Steve's had a fit. No. Well, Listen, Louis Vuitton. folks, if, I, if, you, if you knew what he <laughs> wanted to talk about tonight, yeah. there's a big chance he'll appear on the next AFTM podcast because yeah. it's that good hey, a topic. Mate, I'm happy to, happy to make okay, a guest mate. appearance, oh, yeah. okay? Keep that in mind. So anyway, Louis Vuitton. They've come up with 
a pair of earphones, mm. wireless earphones. And as is typical when a brand decides, you know what, we're going to make something else. They got, they've got a partner with someone. They, they don't know the first thing about making no. earphones. So they've partnered with uh, Master and Dynamic, this old audio company, mm-hmm. who produce decent audio. But they've still maintained their dedication to design and luxury. Oh, so they're hideously with, ugly like the handbags. <laughs> with, with, uh, with earphones. And they've got all these various designs. You, you know, you've seen Louis Vuitton bag. They've got the, hideously sort of, ugly. the L's and the V's and the patterns Hideously ugly. So, again, the earphones you are You don't disagree with me, well. do you? No, no. Oh, look, it's, it's, if that's what your bag is, then I don't mind. But they've got a red pair, black pair, silver pair, the, the charging case. You've written like, this up purely to get a review for your wife. No, I've written it so that my wife would actually read my website. For the first for time ever, So she yeah. sees Louis Vuitton on my website to think, hey, what's this? So, uh, she thought you have been hacked? That's what she said. Hey, what, what, is, what is this Louis Vuitton business? I said, read the story. And she said, we read the story. And she uh, said, you're a bad writer. She didn't ask. <laughs> yeah, she says, you can put a few words together. Jeez, you should make a career. Yeah, you should do this full time, she said. And I said, uh, I hate to break it to you. It's been my uh, last uh, 10 years I've been doing yeah. this. Uh, anyway. That roof over your head. Go The uh, Louis Vuitton Horizon earphones yeah. uh, are, are going to be uh, out in the next couple yeah. of uh, couple That's of months. Great. Techguide.com. Great company design. You know, oh, their, their whole mate, quality philosophy. <laughs> okay, mate. No, no, but I want to drop the price. Tell them the price, son. Okay. It's, and you know, great. Okay, let's click, put some perspective great here. Great clickbaity headline like I put on my story. $239 for a set of Apple AirPods. $229, uh, I think you'll find. 239 they were, but anyway, go on. And uh, Tonic um, Bose. Maybe 499 for some serious Sennheisers. Yes. Uh, tell them the price, son. It is $1,600 for That's Louis Vuitton earphones. Mate. But hang on in a minute. Hang on a minute. For a company, you walk in and if you want to buy a wallet, I looked at men's Louis Vuitton wallets, yeah. thousand bucks. Well, that's for a wallet. stupid. Thousand dollars. And that's logo. a cheap one. You're paying for logo, and let me give you a tip. It's okay. an ugly logo. Okay. Just don't let my wife hear you saying that because it's her birthday coming up, and guess what she wants? Headphones? No, no. Spewing a handbag, another bag, another wallet. I kind of know what she wants, so I'm going to try some wow. her. Anyway, those ugly yeah. things are at techguide.com.au yeah. if you're really, really interested. Two Blokes Talking <laughs> Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen I feel bad you had people around, and as I tore you away from the uh, entertainment, I said I'll be back in 37 minutes. And it's been, it's an, been hour. an hour. So yeah, just hit an hour. That's fine. Oh. That's what just That's what we just do. Just had my, my kids over and you my wait, in-laws over. You wait till we get started on pill testing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got a lot to say about that. I've got one a lot too, to say. Mate. Yeah. It's well. uh, and look and and I'm I'm Don't. speaking from just, no no but I'm speaking and we're not going to talk about it now but I'm reason I've got a lot to say about it because I've got kids have been going to these festivals for years. Yep. I've, they've been doing it so I, I can for people who say oh well how would you know I said well I've got three kids mate, I I've do got know. the ultimate solution my kids yeah. love the BGS. John Farnham and Queen. Yeah. Ain't no music festivals they're going to. The <laughs> <laughs> but how shit must the music festival yeah. be if you need a pill? What about that? <laughs> how bad must the music be? I've got to take a pill to, before I go in. What the hell? Wow. Anyway, Two Blokes Talking Tech will be back next week at some point in time. Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au and Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Send us your tweets. Say good day. I'd love to hear from you. <laughs>